Hey guys, joining me today is Greg Ryder. A couple of years ago, Greg hit rock bottom emotionally. Having just finished college, he was flat broke, living with his parents, addicted to porn and abusing alcohol and drugs every weekend. He didn't like how his life was turning out. That is when a car crash that almost killed him changed everything. As he was standing on the side of the crash scene, a question flashed through his mind. If he had died in that car crash, how would he be remembered? Not liking his answer, that question changed everything. He started tapping out credit cards on books and courses so he could learn as much as he possibly could and began taking 100% responsibility for his own life. Since then, he has lived a life of freedom, receiving experience in different industries, having moved to different cities, and now he has written his first self-help book to help guys that face similar difficulties as he did. Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. It's great to have you, Greg. I'm super excited to jump into details about your book, Anxiety, The Uneasy Man. But before we do, please take a minute and fill in the gaps from that intro. Yeah, absolutely. From the intro is, you know, my life, it's just been a journey. I've been trying my best to enjoy the journey along what has kind of came into my life. Currently, actually living here in uh, the Grand Cayman Islands. I moved here about three months ago. I picked up a, a little bit of a bartending job just to kind of uh, tie myself over while I was working on getting the book out and releasing that. And, you know, I'm starting to bring on more clients through my coaching program. But yeah, so I just think that, you know, from the intro, I'm living a life now where, you know, I'm not working a job. I'm going full time on kind of my coaching. I'm also a musician here on the island. So I do play gigs and uh, there's a lot of things that I love to do, a lot of passions and all brought together with helping people. I love to help people kind of find their identity and kind of find their way in this world. Please tell me a little bit about this transition, the difficult decisions that you had to make, the courage that you had to master to create all these circumstances in your life. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so like after the crash, it was just one of my, everything kind of came into my head and I just said, this, this is not who I want to be right now. And uh, I started sacrificing just a lot of the partying and a lot of my friends said, what happened to you? You, you kind of just vanished. And I said, these are things that I had to do. I had to go to new places. I do travel to new cities. I had to get some life experience. I had to fail. I had to, you know, stretch my comfort zone. And it was all these things that I felt so alone doing in the process, but gave me so much confidence in myself for or things that are coming in my life right now, but those are the things that I had to do, the choices that I had to make to bring me to where I am today. This is a extraordinary journey that you've been on. It's always a difficult transition. You have to have lots of willpower, but in the end, it sounds like uh, it really started paying off for you. So how's life in the Cayman Islands? Do you work with local clients? Uh, do you have clients from all over the world via the internet? How are you building your practice? So I'm building my practice right now through online coaching. I love the breakthrough sessions, but that's not kind of my main haul. Coaching is to help me be able to help people on a different scale, but eventually I do want to help people on a much larger scale. My vision is to create an actual performance. I want to be on stage, I want to be speaking, I want to be singing, and I want to create almost like a musical performance of my life. I want to inspire people, entertain people, and you know, create the life of their dreams. You know, go after it, challenge the status quo, and that's my ultimate vision. So coaching to me is just a stepping stone in just kind of building my practice up to where I really see it going. That's quite a powerful vision. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your coaching practice and the way you help people today through your coaching and also through your book, actually. Please share a little bit about your work and experience with your clients. 
the book is used as a way to, you know, really kind of get them to understand my story and the things that I've been through. I have a lot of uh, different exercises and a lot of practices that I use throughout the book that, you know, I've kind of developed over the years through different authors and different you know, influencers that I've read about. I've taken all the things that I felt has worked best for me and I threw them into a book and I talked about my own experiences and how I kind of implemented that in my life and what it did for me. So I'm just using a bunch of different exercises from all over the world of personal development. And what I do in my coaching sessions is I always offer, you know, just a 30 minute breakthrough call. And what I usually do on that phone call is I just listen. I hear the person out. I hear about kind of their challenges, their vision, their goals. And at some point, that's all some people will need sometimes they need someone just to open the ear to them and sometimes it's very hard to kind of talk about your dreams and your goals with you know close friends and family because they love you so much and they don't want to see you struggle and I feel you know giving people that ear that just allows them to just open up about their life and tell them the things that are going wrong or the things that are going right and where they want to go with their life a chance for them to dream on this phone call and after we have this conversation I talk you know then I actually say if you need someone every single week to hold you accountable to give you new assignments to give you new challenges throughout the week and push you to make these smaller you know steps towards a bigger goal that's what just I'm a firm believer in is taking small action every single day so that is what I do for my coaching practices I don't claim to be a millionaire that can help you create this incredibly big business. I don't try and be someone I'm not. I'm a caring individual. I'm a genuine guy that likes to give back. And, you know, when I was at my lowest point, the only thing that I wanted was someone just to hear me out and to not call me crazy when I talked about the dreams that I wanted to bring into this world. So that's what I do for people. Thank you for sharing that with us. It sounds truly amazing and powerful. And Greg, I wanted to ask you, what are a few mind shifts that people have to take to create those first steps towards their dreams? I think the first is knowing where you want to go, actually creating your vision. I think a lot of people will get so caught up in the things that I need to do next month. But if you have no idea where you're actually planning on going, Ever since my car crash, I knew that I wanted to be on stage. I knew that I wanted to be entertaining an audience. And at some times, it made me cry because I had no idea. I couldn't fill in any of the blanks. I couldn't fill in any of the things. But all I knew is I saw myself on stage. So I had this vision. And that's the thing that I continue to work towards. You know, as I'm continuously learning different things every single week, I know that I'm going towards that vision. And I love to describe my ideal day. That's the first chapter of my book, is describing your ideal day. Describe your perfect day. Do you wake up tomorrow and what do you do? Where do you wake up? What does your bedroom look like? What's the first thing you do? You know, what do you drive into work? Where are you living? And really kind of carving out that ideal day. So that's the thing that should excite you and bring you closer. You know, the things I need to do today, maybe you don't want to do, but you know that that perfect day or that ideal day is the thing that you wake up for. It's the thing that you you go to work and you go to that job that you don't like. It's to, you know, to take on different coaching clients and do all the things that is kind of very intimidating as an entrepreneur, but it's the things that are going to lead you towards your ideal day. This vision absolutely fuels you. Let's try and make this as real as we can for the audience. Greg, could you please share your ideal day with us? Absolutely. So my ideal day is I'm actually waking up in a beach house in San Diego. I've always loved the beach. I've always loved, you know, obviously I moved to the islands. I wake up 
and you know I actually walk out to my patio the first thing I do I take a little stretch I head to you know the cooler I get a little bit of uh, warm water with lemon I, I drink that and then I actually go for a little bit of an exercise to so go for maybe a walk or a run around the block and I'll come back I will get a coffee I'll do all these different exercises I'll meditate um, I'll do my daily gratitude and I'll get myself you know prepared for the day I'll then set up my to-do list grab a little bit of breakfast and then go on with my day that is um, that's my perfect day and you know obviously I have uh, a wonderful wife that um, I wake up next to and I want to create a family but I'm also yeah I'm not rushing towards any of that I know that stuff will come in the future so yeah that's a little bit of my uh, ideal day Sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm in love with San Diego myself, so I can definitely relate to what you're saying. And what about the impact that you're creating? What about your vision relating to making a difference in the world? You said something about putting your life on stage so that you can inspire thousands of people. What exactly would you like to show people? That's a good question because, you know, that vision for me is I love to write songs. I love to speak. I love to... I love to sing. That is one thing that I never really believed in myself of doing. I've always had kind of music in my life, but I've always kind of put it secondary. I want to create a show. Uh, like my two biggest passions are singing and helping people through coaching. So I want to find a way, and, and, and that vision is going to help me be on stage, and it's going to help me impact more people. I want to. I want to be up on stage. I want to be able to share my humor, my jokes, my songs, my stories, and I want to inspire through my music and my stories. And I want to create a performance that will make people cry. It'll make people laugh. It'll make people smile. It'll make people get inspired. It'll make them want to leave that auditorium and say, holy crap, I want to change my life right now. I want to be a motivational performance. It sounds outstanding. Greg, what advice would you give someone who feels stuck in his life, in a toxic relationship or maybe in a job that he hates? What are the first few steps that that person can make to break free? You need to go internal. You need to really dig deep on what you really want to do. And if you're stuck in a relationship, if you're stuck in a job, you know, you ask yourself, there must be more to life than this. And if you ask yourself that question, then you know that you need to take action. You need to make a change because it'll get to that point where some people are like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, this job is it's not the best. But you know, if you're feeling your life with your other passions, that's fine. But if you get to a point in your life when you feel stuck and you say, there must be more to life than this, then it's time to go internal. And it's time to really start taking 100% responsibility for your life. And if you need to sacrifice any friends, if you need to stop drinking, if you need to stop the pornography, if you need to do anything, you need to start making changes right away. You have to pick one thing and say, I'm done with that. Done with going out drinking with friends. I'm done going to smoke weed with my friends in the garage. I'm done doing these habits that are not bringing you anywhere because if you continue to keep these bad habits in your life, you're never going to change. So you have to go internal and you have to cut out the things that are slowing you down. Absolutely great advice. Greg, as we are reaching the second part of the show, I would like to ask you a few more questions that will give the audience invaluable pieces of wisdom to help them on their journey. So are you ready for the fire round? I am. Let's do this. All right. Here's the first question. If you were to recommend one book that every man must read, what would it be and why? The number one book I would say 
is a book called Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. For me, it was the book that really helped me when I was at my peak of my anxiety and my worry and always worrying about my future and worrying if I was ever going to live up to the potential that I had in my mind. Stop Worrying and Start Living gave me you know, the advice I needed to start being more patient with my life and you know, continuing to grow every single day. Uh, it's more of an older book, but um, just the content in that book is it's incredible. It'll, it'll make anyone that feels they're suffering from anxiety or worry or even depression, it'll help them kind of slow down and start to really take things in and start to enjoy the moment that they're in. That's one for my reading list, definitely. If you had the opportunity to talk to your 20-year-old self, what advice would you give him? What would you tell him to do differently? Uh, what I would say is stop working your part-time job. Start actually working on more of your passions now because I feel like I really kind of got myself into a vicious cycle when I started serving and bartending. And um, if you've ever been in the industry, it's a very addicting industry to get out of because you make great money and you allow yourself to kind of, you know, continue to work the serving and bartending. You never have time to work on your passions. If I were to go back and talk to my 20-year-old self, I'd tell him, don't do that you know, really start to work on your passions. And that's the things that's going to put you way farther along and, you know, start investing into yourself earlier. Um, I started investing into myself with the books and the podcasts and stuff like that when I was 21. But I feel like I thought I was late, but really I was actually very early. Yeah. If I could speak to my 20 year old self, I'd say, you know, invest into yourself and, and do what you love and, and, and play more music and just start putting yourself out there more. Greg, may I ask you to share a piece of advice that your father never got to tell you, or maybe he didn't know, about being a man in today's world? I'm talking about information or advice that would have changed everything in your adult life, one that you will be sure to share with the future generation. When I first read this question, it definitely hit me because my father and my parents, growing up, I remember they were always... I'd always hear them come home from work and kind of complain about their jobs. And I would actually look at them and say, man, it's like, this is what I have to grow up to be. Like, is this adulthood? Is adulthood going to work you know, every single week and coming home and, and having to, like, you know, complain and not really like their job? And I think what my father never really knew was, uh, you know, he found a job when he was very young and he stuck with it. And he was... He was very grateful that he had a job. And, you know, once the family comes around and you have to start making sacrifices, it's very hard to, you know, work on your dreams because you know that you have to bring food home for the family. You have to bring money home to support. So one thing that my dad never really told me was, you know, you're going to get to a point when you're going to have to make sacrifices. But until then, you need to dream. You need to dream and you need to go after your passions. You need to go after every single thing that you want to do. Because once you get to that point in your life and you have to start you know, becoming a family man, you're going to have to really start putting them first and not always putting yourself first. I would have loved to receive this advice from my dad as well. <laughs> Greg, this has been amazing. This is a great episode. Before we say goodbye, please tell us about the projects that currently excite you and where can people find you? Yeah, so the projects that are currently exciting me is I do a Facebook business page called The Life of Rider, and it's about me kind of documenting my journey. It's about, you know, the things that I learn a day. There's going to be music up there. There's going to be uh, different, you know, different videos or different photos. And you can actually find me at Life of Rider on Facebook. I'm also working on creating a crowdfunding page where I do want to raise money. The first step in making my performance an actual live show is I want to create a documentary 
documentary or a web series of uh, you know myself traveling around the U.S. with my guitar and you know sharing my music with uh, different people from different walks of life. So that's actually going to be a crowdfunding page, which will all be up on Life of Rider. And yeah, that's kind of what I do. And I always offer free breakthrough sessions. So if anyone is listening to this and they feel that they are stuck and they feel like they need someone to give them an ear and talk about their challenges, their visions and their goals, then you can definitely find me at Life of Rider or just even add me on Facebook at Greg Ryder Farrell. I'd be happy to set up a call. Guys, do reach out to Greg. He's a powerful dude. You'll love him. All right, Greg, thank you again for joining us today. And I hope to have you again on the Men's Journey Today podcast in the future. Excellent. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Guys, till next time. Take care.